Forget about the crowds, the size of the school, their fancy uniforms. Focus on the fundamentals. We've gone over time and time again. Put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be. And I guarantee a week won't go by in your life. You won't regret walking out, letting them get the best of them. If we play them ten times, they might win nine. Not this game. We stay with them. And we shut them down because we can. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. One inch at a time. In any fight, it's the guy who's willing to die who's going to win that inch. And I know if I'm going to have any life in it, it's because I'm still willing to fight and die for that inch. From the soles of your feet, Every ounce of blood you've got in your body, lay it on the line until the final whistle blows. I'm going to show you how great I am. Only last week, I murdered a rock. Injured a stone. Hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean. The day may come when the courage of men fail, when we forsake our friends and break all bonds of fellowship. But it is not this day. This day we fight! This is where we hold them! Give them nothing! But take from them everything! May I have your attention, please? May I have your attention, please? Will the real Slim Shady please stand up? I repeat, will the real Slim Shady please stand up? We're gonna have a problem here. Guys, welcome back to the, the, the second part, the long overdue, if you will, getting the first of the year started. Um, part of Brian Stokes, the interview part two. Brian, welcome back. Well, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate, like I said, initially coming on and then asking me to come back on again. But I got to say, this is, uh, this is this may not be part two. I don't think I'm the uh, the headliner on this one, uh, pal. I think there's somebody else that might take the cake a little bit. You know, I, you know, I wasn't trying to to overlap you by by any means, but where you left it <laughs> off, will you just reiterate what you said where you left off the last the last show? Absolutely, the words to live by. It's a great day to be a mountaineer. And 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 the one and the only. I I, I could give him all the accolades if you want. The College Football Hall of Fame, Coach Jerry Moore. Jerry Moore, thank you for coming on. Oh, it's awesome. It really is. It's bring back some memories. And, and and that's the point of the show. Talk about those memories. And and and, and Coach, right away, I, I want to ask you. What was your first memory of Brian? Even before you know where his mom come up, what was what do you remember seeing Brian? Because I know you told me that you remember watching film on him. What do you remember first about Brian? Well, you got to remember there was a gap in there between the first and when he really got back. He, we were interested in him, and he was uh, certainly interested in Appalachia. And then there was that period that he was in the Marine Corps, and then so I really remember 
not significantly, but I do remember that when we first uh, had an interest in him and him in us, and then there was that gap, and then he came back. Uh, he and he had a buddy with him, Wayne, also. Uh, and then one thing led to another. The next thing, uh, you know. Originally, we contacted Brian in high school, and uh, then after that, he was in the service. And then, after you know, time went on. Then he he called me or called us, and and actually, I think his mom may have just re uh, reconnected us some way. And then uh, uh, after his uh, military commitment was over, he'd, uh, he he called and uh, came up and. He, Really, it was at midterm. I think we went. He went through spring practice, actually, before the first season. Yeah, my uh, my mom. I was actually in um, Iraq, still coach, and and my mother. I, I asked her to see if she'd get me back in school, and she went around and was putting in applications for me. And uh, yeah. long story short, she talked to uh, Paul Hyatt, and uh, my my grandfather and her both both went up there, and. Uh, he I remember that with, part now. Yeah, he came back with an acceptance letter, and my mom and my grandfather were just beside themselves. And my grandfather, uh, unfortunately, he passed away this year, but he was a big storyteller. And one of his favorite stories to tell was when that moment came, and they decided to come up to your office unannounced yeah. and just see if you were there to see if they could talk to you. And, of course, uh, Denise was there, so let me see if Coach is back there. And went back and got you and you came up and said, Hey, let's sit down for a second. I remember Brian, let me, let's sit down and talk about what he's doing now. And my mom told you what I was up to and my grandfather's sitting there and you've got a, a yellow pad that you're uh, kind of scribbling on. And what you were basically doing is counting up the numbers from the time that I left uh, ECU and went into the military and how many basically years of eligibility I had left, which, which you figured out to be correct, which is two years. And yeah. uh, my grandfather loves telling that story because you look up, you're like, well, he's got two years uh, left. This is his home. And then, yeah, we'll we'll have him uh, come out. And uh, just like you told me the first day I came there, we'll have him run down the field on opening kickoff. <laughs> sure enough. <laughs> that's what I, that's the statement I'll always remember. I, I don't remember who we opened up with, but I said that uh, there'd be a Marine running, covering that opening kickoff, be one on each side of the kicker. That's exactly what uh, you told us, me and Wayne both on yeah. January. It was January 10th. It was the start of uh, the spring semester, and that was our meeting that we had up there uh, right before. The, I think the school started on the 13th, and we were there on the 10th. Yeah. And uh, I remember that was our first time meeting everybody, and, and you told everybody, you know, welcome, Brian and Wayne, and this is who we are. Yeah. And, and that's exactly what you followed up with. And sure enough, we were. That's, for, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I remember Wayne was a little bit of a surprise. You know, I knew about you, but I didn't know about Wayne. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I told him when I was up there. I said, this is what I'm going to do. Why don't you come along? And I said, well, why don't you try out then, man? Yeah. To play or something. He said, okay. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, we, yeah, it was, it was, it was certainly a dream come true. And then it was, you know, looking back on it, you know, we talk about the. It was a great you, moment for us. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was something that really, and I don't know if I ever told you this as much, but, uh, you know, for us transitioning back over to the civilian world and after seeing what all we've seen and maybe losing a few friends here and there, and uh, that's exactly what we needed is the same age group of guys and that camaraderie and yeah. that togetherness is exactly what we needed, and it was really helpful. Well, it was fun to be a part of it, and uh, I think everybody welcomes you guys with open arms and 
we're glad to have everybody. Everybody. I'm not just talking about the staff. I'm talking about our, our staff and the players. And as it evolved, the, the, the students, because once it was kind of a big uh, hit with everybody when we had uh, some guys back from Iraq playing football for us. Yeah, it was it was, uh, it was a pretty pretty neat deal. That's what I, I'll steal your words there. Um, you know, but I, I look back on it. I'm like, how in the world did, did we do that? Come from where we were, and and it, and I don't think you could have gone to any other program and somebody be as welcoming as that. Like you're saying, with all the players, the staff, everybody who was involved, um, it, it really took everybody to to do that. And that's kind of why we had the team that we did with uh, yeah. Richie being the leader of the team and uh, you know all that type of leadership that we had there involved with it. That's that's the type of team that we have, and I think it speaks volumes. Well, it uh, it was just is refreshing. I can tell you that. Yeah. Uh, you know, not not, all, not every team gets to have that kind of uh, I'm gonna use the word enjoyment with everybody. I mean, you always have good camaraderie and all that, but you two guys are really special, and especially you. You're a North Carolina guy. You you know, you'd wanted to come to here in, in the beginning, and finally, you know, a few years later, you finally uh, it becomes a tr- uh, reality yeah yeah i remember uh you know in high school like i was telling tj i didn't quite apply myself and that's why i got to the, the position of going to the marine corps but um i certainly value that that happened because that time was was pretty special to me but that actually was full circle back to happen where i wanted to be to begin with and then we go on to win the the two national championships during my time there as a player yeah the third the third as a as a student watching on everybody that you know, I, I used to play beside of and watching everybody beat Michigan. So, I'm sorry, TJ. I kind of went on a little ramble there, but uh, you know, no. just, the, the uh, thinking about everything again is just uh, it was a real. It, it couldn't have been any more special than it was, and that's what I, you know. I look back and cherish, and I'm just I'm just thinking about it again. Well, the Lord's just got a special way of making things work out, and yes, sir. The, the little delay in there in, in that part of your life turned out to be really special and uh, you know it might not have been that way if we had gotten you right out of high school you, you weren't maybe quite ready weren't quite uh yeah and, and of all places to go was iraq to grow up and become mature but you yeah. saw a lot of things that uh the rest of us just saw maybe on the, the evening news or something and you that saw it every day good. every minute well that it uh it, it certainly stayed around with me for a while, but like I said, you know, I think the best thing could have happened on the way back was, was going and, and being with the team with those young men and, and having the leadership we did and just that helped transition more than anything. I look back and I look at other people who didn't have that and the hardships they've gone through just to kind of get back to where they need to be. Uh, it's not always the case that they can, and I yeah. think that was really helpful in us too. Well, as a special team, I mean, that was the first – a group to win a national championship and leadership obviously was uh, unparalleled. I mean, uh, starting when you start with Richie and right on down through the line. I mean, and I, you know, the the thing that I guess probably I more one of the best memories I'm going to always have if, about Appalachian is going to be the number of players that walked on there and it became successful. I'll go all the way back to uh, Matt Stevens. Uh, and, and Matt had a, a, a tragedy toward the end of his year, got his knee hurt, but then went on, had a, was a Super Bowl guy with New England Patriots. But 
again, he was a walk-on, just like you and Kevin Richardson. And I could go on and on and on about the number of guys that just wanted to play college football. That's what it's about. It's so yeah. so. You, you bring up Matt, Coach, because you know I'm sitting here and I, honestly I'm just thinking, hearing you talk and hearing you talk about the 05 team being special, and and you know you know my relationship with Matt and and uh, and as a kid, you know, growing up before your time, you know, when we're young and we're, we're about the same age, Brian, but uh, I remember that 94 95 team. I remember us going undefeated. You know, we. We had these two guys, Matt Stevens and Dexter Coakley, and, you know, both of them just playing lights out. And then you had Joe DiBernardi, and just it was an exciting time for Boone. And that was our first memories of, of football, like actually going to watch football. Now, you know, fifth, sixth grade, I, you know, I was more running around. But, you know, that was – I remember – I remember Coach being at the Marshall game when Marshall came to Boone and Chip Hooks was the, the, uh, the running back. And I told you this story when you came over for, for, uh, for dinner this past summer. And I remember being on the field after the game and people was tearing down the goalposts. And the next show, Chip Hooks is grabbing me and taking me into the locker room. <laughs> so, you know, just, and just being seeing the the excitement on the guys' faces and and y'all's faces after beating number one Marshall at that time that was really cool for me and I knew that was a special team and the fact that you just brought up Matt there I just thought there was that's what I was sitting here thinking. <laughs> yeah, well, all all those guys and you mentioned Chip and in most instances everybody would have thought he's too small to play, but uh, and then of course there's that uh, night that we played. Uh, Marshall here, they're the number one team in the nation. And I've I've counted up. As a matter of fact, I got some balls in my locker with the scores on them and something. And we we had a nice run against the number one team in the nation uh, during that. And, of course, we were the number one team a lot of the time, so we weren't playing a number one team. But, 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 but our track record against Marshall and some of the other teams that were number one at, at that point was, was very good. Yeah, that was that was a fun time, and then and then Brian, you know, you're talking about coach the, the, as a fan, just as, as football in his essence, and hearing Brian talk about his mom come up and talking to see if 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 Brian had the chance to come on and, and be a part of the football team when he got back. Those are the stories that people don't know, and, and Brian shared with us on the first first part of this uh, the show that he did, and the fact that you did that. You know, it was like you just said, "Yeah," and that—that that to me is just it goes miles, it goes miles yeah. because today's day and age, you just you don't see that, and especially a coach at your level, coach. I mean, I'm—I'm I'm sorry, just I think people get worried about, you know, am I going to have this and that, and I think you know that too, with you know having enough players here and there like you need. Well, yes, it's strange or uh, funny that you mentioned uh, uh, Matt and or we, we're talking about Matt and then we're talking about Brian's mother. Matt's mother came with him also. Uh, I remember them both sitting on a couch in my office, and they're both small. This is a thin and little, and 
and you look at Matt and you think, well, that guy, you know, can he really play? And, of course, he was smart as a whip. And he just had a great mind. And then he turned out just like Brian and uh, Chip. Chip wasn't a walk-on, but Kevin Richardson and on and on and on. These guys that uh, walked on and became uh, terrific players for us. Well, I'll tell the you heart what, and soul of our play, our team. I tell you one guy. I don't I don't think he was a walk on. I think you actually started him out as a uh, scholarship player, um, but uh, sticks. And uh, you oh, brought yeah. him, you brought him in, and I think he only had one year playing in high school of football, and so that's kind of right. why he went under the radar a little bit. And uh, but he he turned out to be an absolute monster, and of course helped win, helped seal the deal in the national championship game with the uh, the scoop and score. And uh, you know he actually went on to play for Green Bay and I believe Chicago. Maybe did he play for Chicago, yeah. TJ? Um, so you uh, going to bring up Jason Hunter? You going to bring up Jason Hunter? First interception of his of his uh, NFL career was against the Chicago Bears and Cal Orton. And he runs it back for a touchdown. I promise you, he never played for the Bears. But well, I don't let me know tell you this. Yeah, but let me <laughs> tell you this. Uh, what he did do is I remember the uh, national championship game, and I think it was, I think it was the one where he had the scoop and score. Uh, it may have been the one out, but either way, uh, the last towards the end there, we did a kickoff, and we're running down the field, and he actually got put next to me at this point. And all I remember was it was like a freaking gazelle going by me. And I'm doing all this energy and, and trying to use all my energy I've got just to get down the field. And this guy's just striding down the field and just leaving me behind. <laughs> I was like, what a raw talent this guy is, man. Look at this. <laughs> well, he he was he was special. It's, again, we keep talking about these mothers. I mean, uh, you know, Jason's uh, dad was uh, in the military also. His dad was in Germany most of the time when he was playing. And his mom and my wife, Margaret, became really, really good friends. And then we, then we had that uh, instant in the, when the spring, Jason missed uh, one semester of school, unfortunately, but uh, it worked yeah. out great. And then he had a tremendous season. And then of all people, the other end, Marcus Morrell, causes a fumble, and Jason picks it up and runs for a score and touchdown. And that's how we won our first national championship. We had the best defensive ends you could find, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, both of them played uh, in the NFL for a well, good Coach, while. Well, let me, let me say this, too, Coach. I mean, you know, looking for when I came back, I was originally, you know, out of high school, a fullback and, and, and linebacker. And since we didn't have a fullback, we we're like, oh, we'll go ahead and try to try to play at linebacker. And, of course, uh, defense had changed a lot. So he moved me over to tight end. And then, you put me at the practice, you know, I'm trying to practice and get good at it. And I've got these two, like, basically all-American defensive ends I'm going against. And it was, it just wasn't fair. It wasn't at all. <laughs> That's all it's taking you, what, 15 years to tell Coach Ron, you know? Yeah, I had a great, I had a great time. But, you know, that just wasn't fair, man. <laughs> That's good for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. That's how I was like, I'm glad they're on our team, man. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, you talk about sticks. The uh, I remember, I remember the first time I met Jason Hunter. Um, he worked at Fun and Wheels with me, and and I worked at Fun and Wheels for many summers because I knew the the owners and 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 I remember Jason coming up there and and he lived up at the apartments on the hill right there and. 
going over to his house one night and was all hanging out and we got to talk, this was his freshman year and he said you know i'm going to make the nfl and this is what he was telling me and i was like man you make the nfl i get your first jersey oh yeah i'll do that i'll do that well and like you said he the i you know i remember him playing in hawaii and um and then he missed that year and i didn't know if he was going to come back because i knew we needed to go bring up his grades a little bit um and then and then he did and man i remember him call i called him when he went up to green bay and because he was he was a undrafted free agent and but he made the team and i remember when he picked off cal norton and just ran it back and it was the hardest phone call i think i've ever made in my life but uh guys because coach i don't know if you know or not i happen to be a chicago bears fan so um you know he uh he was something else. I remember him telling me his freshman year that he was going to make the NFL, and and by God, he did. <laughs> Follow your dreams. That's right. Follow your right. dreams. You uh, you had a unique ability to to find the best in people, though, Coach. And I, I don't think that you know honor is is bestowed upon you enough because I think you made you know you're the molder of men. And well, you did that. We had, we had something to work with. That makes a difference. Had a bunch of guys, a bunch of men that uh, wanted to be everything they could be, and they willing to make the sacrifices and the commitment to do it. And uh, I always know what our our goal each year, well, at least the two that I was there, and I'm certain I'm certain it, it was the same as every other year. Goal for the team was always the same thing, and it it was actually a. a a really great goal to have and put your sights on and, and keep it at that. I think um, win the conference. Yeah, win the conference was the goal, and you go into each year and that's what you focus on is winning the conference. Yeah, and, I don't uh, think we ever talked about national championships till we got uh, to the national championship game. That's it. I don't, that's I don't it. ever remember ever anybody ever mentioned it. We it was just the next game, uh, whichever whoever it was. That's right. Yeah. And, and the fact that you say 05 was such a special team, I, I, I think people forget that we didn't have Kansas scheduled until very late, did we? Yeah. I mean, it it got but pushed upon you guys. <laughs> I'll say it that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, we knew we was going to play LSU, but then we got Kansas on top of it. And yeah. so, you know, you talk about how you didn't, you know, it was just about one game at a time. And that season, yeah. you guys definitely did that without a doubt. And then let's throw the icing on top of the LSU game. You couldn't – that's when uh, Katrina happened. And um, didn't y'all have to leave at like 3 o'clock in the morning from Charlotte or something like that? And, I mean, it was some crazy schedule that day. We played it. We, we moved the game from a night game to uh, 11 o'clock in the morning. That was 10, the – 30, 11. That was the uh, – No, that was that – was, that was a no eight. That was the another hurricane. The hurricane. Okay, okay. <laughs> that was the All other right. hurricane. There's so many hurricanes. Yeah. I happened to be there at that game. <laughs> I, I always thought LSU, uh, the first game with LSU, really helped make our team mold us together. It, oh, yeah. uh, we, we knew, you knew you, when you got back, that locker room was over. We knew we were going to be pretty good. I think we had Western left on the schedule the original schedule and 
and then from that point on it was it was just a it was always fun but you just it was seemed like there was a reward out there for us well i believe we were going into the fourth quarter down just 10-0 and yeah. we had a uh, we had a a field goal a field goal go off the post yeah. And then we also had a a, a drop pass that was going to be a, a score yeah. uh, from somebody who never drops them. And so just a couple of just miscues right there. But we were right there in the game and uh, wound up, obviously, it never caught back up. But at the same time, we knew we could play with those guys. Yeah, they, right. had, they had Jamarcus Russell. Uh, they had the guy that who was the wide receiver that went on to uh, Kansas City. I can't remember his name. But they had some, some pretty good guys back there, the uh, running back that played for Indianapolis. So they have, it was a great conference confidence builder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, coach, I, how did you instill? You know, I I know from from a, from a guy named Jason Blaylock, as you know, <laughs> but uh, you know, how did you as a coach get your guys ready for those games? I'm not I'm not talking about Michigan because I remember y'all, you know, when we went down to Wake as, as a fan and I knew we were going to play Wake Forest, boys, we got a chance. There ain't no reason we can't beat them. And I never I never thought that some team we was playing, oh, we got this team this year, that we didn't have a chance to beat them. How did you instill that in, in, in your guys and somebody like Brian as well? Well, I think all that started in the winter and the off-season program. In January, when they came back from uh, second semester, and we started the the early morning six o'clock workouts, and we went that we did that for about a month. Uh, four four uh, first is five days, and then we went to four days a week, and and the morning at six o'clock, and then we went right in. We had a break, and we went right into spring practice. So I think that commitment. The, the the morning workouts at Appalachian the last well uh, I'm gonna say the last but we didn't do them the first two or three years I was there first couple of years we didn't and then we got into it and I think those made our program what it was it's what we did in the off season and then so many players began to stay there in the summer and back to, and it also got to the point that we could pay for summer school for them. Those things, and just the camaraderie, just being there all the time. And Because when you do those things, you have to make a, a commitment to do them. Uh, you got parents back home. You got girlfriends back home. You got work back home. And guys uh, uh, made the commitment to stay here and go to school and work out. And it paid off for us. I just heard, I just read uh, uh, an article about Dan Marino, the quarterback that that was at uh, from Miami, and uh, and he they they were they they described him as he attacked practice, and I think that we I didn't use that term then. I wish I, if I'd have had it, I'd have used it because I think we had a group of men that attacked practice every day. And they just got better and better and better. And we had fun practicing. We, you know, it was, it was hard, but we had fun practicing because I think all of us want to get better day after day after day, and we did. We the, the results showed it every Saturday. You can't go to Baton Rouge and not be ready to play. <laughs> I can tell you that. You know, that, that, it's 
have you been like listening in on on Brian and I's phone calls and and I don't know about it by chance because um you bring up Dan Marino and I, I wasn't trying to interrupt you, Brian, but you have a connection to Dan Marino, don't you? Uh, no, I, yeah. Oh, yeah, Brian, yeah. Yeah, uh, he goes. He goes by Danny. This is pretty funny. So uh, I tried to. I, I called him that one time. And I was like, I felt really weird about calling Dan Marino Danny. Um, but uh, a, yeah, a buddy of mine uh, is actually good friends with him and worked with him uh, through um, inside the NFL with HBO. And so he he had become good friends with him and had him on the phone one day and said, Oh, by the way, guess who's you know riding in the car with me and threw him on the phone real quick. Next thing I knew, I was talking to Dan Marino. I said, what? I said uh, <laughs> actually. Uh, made a joke with him one time i did get to meet him and i said hey uh i said that that, that woman on the uh on the on the movie she wanted to, to to kind of poison you with those cookies she made he was like yeah she was trying to kill me he's talking about the uh the uh the movie with um oh god uh, um where he was <laughs> yeah Ace Ventura. thanks for, for saving me yeah, Ace yeah. Ventura, so but uh, i made a, i made a joke about it but yeah Pretty, pretty nice guy and pretty remarkable. And, and one of the things that I found out about him that I didn't know is that he could throw a spiral on a line behind his back. So he could oh, take his right arm and throw it behind his back at somebody, hit him on target in a spiral on a line. Yeah. That, that was pretty crazy. So that's just the type of talent he had. Yeah, I, I just, Coach, you, you, you brought up Dave Marino. I just remember talking with Brian about, you know, people actually bringing him scripts and stuff about his story. And, and I know that, uh, he was, uh, there was one where apparently, you know, they definitely didn't ride it the right way. <laughs> so, no. and, uh, and Dan Marino was, what well, he was, he was possibly going to get involved. Is that right, Brian? Yeah, somewhat. I'm, I'm glad to kind of tell you the truth. I was glad that kind of fizzled out. I, I really, the the one who wrote it just really wasn't really doing a, a good homage to uh to, to app or to the marine corps and so therefore it just kind of fizzled out and good thing it did because it just it didn't really do it justice in either way but um you know it was just a fun thing for a minute there to have him involved with it and, and just kind of say hello and, and be interested i guess so. i remember on when all that happened i've forgotten all about it <laughs> i was yeah, I mean, that was one of the things that just kind of was like, okay, next thing you know, people were saying things about that. And I said, look, guys, I'm, I don't know what you, what you want me to say. I mean, went went to uh, to play, you know, to, to war, and that was kind of an honor to do so with the men that I was with. So I don't really think it was anything uh, that I did on my part of special that I was privileged to be able to do so. Not everybody gets the chance. Uh, yeah, I think old Stokes is fixing to be a movie star. <laughs> well, I had to press pause on that for a moment, though. But you know, yeah. uh, it was uh, you know it was pretty funny. And then, of course, the the year that um, that I actually um, was no longer playing was the '08 year, or excuse me, '07 year. And uh, I actually drove up and watched the Michigan game, and uh, that for me was really one of the one of the more special things about my collegiate career was actually being able to watch uh, your team at that point beat Michigan in the big house. And as our have, team, not yeah, my team. Have, well, as, our, as our team. Right, right, have our team, but have all those guys that I played beside down there accomplishing that goal and just to see it. I mean, it was that was one of the best moments of, of my time there. So, yeah, uh, well, it's supposed to be when you – uh, that that's when you're uh, really enjoy it. You know that you had a hand in it, and it could have been huge, or it just 
uh, a small part, but just the fact that you realize you were a part of it. Uh, it was, it was, it was something special, and, and it always will be. And I, you know, I just, I cher- like one of those moments that I really cherish is, is that right there. Um, and and uh, I love the picture of you getting carried off the field. That was that was pretty pretty awesome. <laughs> so. That cost me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him a day off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never. Yeah, never do that again. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a way. lot of fun t- talking about those old uh, good old days. I, well, I probably needed this more than y'all did. Well, and that's I guys. If, just a. Go ahead. No, no, you know how you're saying you you sorry for rambling on. If if you guys remember, Coach, I don't know if you know the name of the show, but it's called uh, I've named the show the Mountaintop Sports Rant. So if and if anybody knows me, I, I do get to ranting every now and then, as Blaylock would say. Um, so, um, you know, <laughs> that's 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 the idea. I just like talking about the good times. You know what made us happy. You know what made just those teams and, and coach you so special just to to be a part of it i mean you, the community yeah. felt like we was we was all one that's what i felt like well it's still uh, that way i mean it, to a degree i mean it's 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 all about our people well i don't think that you know looking back at it that you could ever pop what we have for those especially those three years in a row right there i think yeah. it can be i think it can be matched but i don't think there can ever be a better feeling of during those three years of the run that we had um you know i i, I really enjoy watching what Athens is doing these days and i'm proud of those guys for what all they're doing um and it's some really great things and uh you know from what i understand now uh their goal is to be the the number one non-power five and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that happen. But I don't think that you could ever be uh, any higher as a feeling of of uh, pride than what we have for those three years in a row, at least those three years of not a little bit greater. But um, that that was really special. So hopefully they'll challenge that, though. I, I'd like to see it. Well, you, uh, you and we and uh, we, we accomplished a lot. And. And I, I tell you, a group you can't leave out of it is our fans. I mean, our by the time '05 rolled around, our people traveled. When we when we went to uh, Charleston, uh, the, the Citadel, or when we go to Furman, we went to uh, wherever it was, James Madison, and then we got into those playoffs. Of course, we played a lot of the playoff games at home, but then it got to where our, we'd we'd have. You know, eighteen, twenty thousand people at the uh, national championship, the first one, and then after that, it was ninety percent uh, Appalachian fans there. Our people got to where they really enjoyed traveling, and they were great support for us. Yeah, I hate they moved it to Frisco. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did too, <laughs> but uh, uh, as a fan, it, uh, I did as well. <laughs> You know, I, I don't, I, this is something I, I don't guess I've ever shared it with anybody. But the summer that they just, or the spring that they decided to move it to Frisco, I went to, of course, I'm from, Margaret and I are from Texas. I went back to Texas in the summer, and I went to Frisco, and I took, I bet I took 30 or 40 pictures 
of the stadium from different angles. I went into the locker room, took pictures. Uh, I did just like I, and then I had a bulletin board ready to be made, ready to use. If we went to Frisco, I was going to put that in the locker room the week that we went to Frisco to acquaint everybody with the surroundings as much as I possibly could. And then we go, well, obviously we didn't get to go, but we did. We got beat in the playoffs and didn't didn't get to go. But I wanted it. Uh, I was prepared for it if we did get to go. I'll put it that way. Wow. Well, that goes back to exactly what you're saying. One game at a time. Win the conference. Yeah. One game at a time. After that, you weren't yeah. going to break it out until that week of. And that's pretty yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that with us, Coach. And, and speaking of Brian, I, to let you know and the listeners know as well, uh, I've, I've talked to Coach and Coach and I. Um, you know, he's he's graced me enough. He said he'd come on and we're, we're going to do a show together or a segment, if you will. And uh, Coach, talk about just you know some stuff that maybe people don't know, just maybe conversations, things you remember, that kind of thing. Um, to let you know, Brian, what what do you think about that? You think we can get some listeners on that one? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, we could keep going on and on. Um, that's for sure. And, and I, coach, I do want to tell you that I really appreciate you coming on and, and saying the kind words, but not only that, but, uh, everything that you did for me at app and, and welcome me there, me and Wayne both. Um, you know, it, it, it's something that I think about often and it's, uh, helped me become the person I am today and a father that I am today and everything that you've taught me. So I really appreciate that. Well, I'm just glad that we were a, a small part of it. It's uh, it's a reward for everybody that's been around you and around Wayne and and even the men that didn't serve over that were just players for us. So the, you mentioned Richie and you mentioned Jason Hunter, Dexter, and on and on. Uh, the, the the first group that we had here was a really special group. J.K. Reeves and Harold Alexander, uh, D.J. Campbell, all those freshman guys that, uh, and, I, and I tell you another thing. I'm a, I don't know how long we're going to go, but I tell you some something that's been really uh, special to me. And there, our first conference championship, we didn't win it till I came in '89. We were in the playoffs '89, '90, and '91. We won our first conference championship, and we beat Furman in a triple overtime. And the guy that blocked the field goal was Steve Wilkes. And we had a deal uh, two summers ago that Wilkes, uh, he was still coaching at Charlotte at the time. And uh, I, I told him, I said, you know, uh, I said, when you blocked that field goal against Furman, that was as big at that point in time as a blocked field goal against Michigan. And I said, it came at a great time. And he kind of teared up a little bit. We were at that Legends uh, banquet in the summer. And, of course, he left uh, Charlotte, went on to Arizona as the head coach of the, at, uh, at Phoenix. And now he's, uh, I think he's coaching with the Cleveland Browns now. But there's uh, just so many stories about you, all you men that, uh, that played for us. And that's a unique, uh, you know, you bring up Steve Wilkes, you know, like you said, it was the, Head coach in Arizona this past year, and 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 he actually went and got Colby Goslett off the practice squad from uh, Minnesota, the Minnesota Vikings, and um, Colby became a starter. Um, 
for him for like the last four or five games, I believe. On the well, I'm just proud of all of you, all of you guys. I'm really, really proud of you. All of you, you don't have to go be an NFL coach or player. Uh, I'm proud when I hear a guy like Brian say, yeah, I'm, he's a good husband, a good father. That's why it's, you, you spend your lifetime doing that. You don't want to spend a portion of your lifetime being an athlete, being a player. And I'm, I'm more, it's more of a reward for me to hear what Brian's doing and how he's enjoying his children and uh, things like that at this point in time. And just so it was, we touched on it too. The, the, and we didn't, I don't think anybody mentioned their mother, I mean their father, but everybody talking about their, what their mom did, Jason and Brian, <laughs> everybody else. And, uh, which brings me to another one of my stories. I was recruiting a guy in Atlanta and I'd said about all I had to say. He did said about all he had to say. We were sitting there in the locker room waiting for, uh, we were in a coach's locker room there in Atlanta, and his dad was a junior high coach there in Atlanta. We were waiting for his dad to show up. And I asked him, I said, what do you really want out of college? What do you want out of Appalachian? And he sat there for a second or two and thought, and he said, I don't want to disappoint my dad. And I've never forgotten that. And that's kind of like what we're talking about right now, whether it's a mom or a dad or a teammate, uh, Whatever it is, if you, if you have that in your heart, you're gonna you're gonna end up being a good person, a good man. And, and wow. that right there, you uh, you you hit it, man. Uh, I was thinking when Brian said what he did, I could only imagine what coach the pride that he's feeling, you know, hearing Brian say that. And um, I thought, you know, as just a person, as me as an individual, hearing something like that, that that to me is just such a great honor. And, yeah, uh, you know. Well, but, it's uh, been a privilege just to be a part of this this afternoon. Uh, me as well. Thank you so much, Coach. I really do appreciate you. It's been Guys, fun. I, I, I think that uh, I think that, that that's a good show. You know, I mean, hit a lot of things, talked a lot. I appreciate Brian you coming on, Coach. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on, and and uh, I appreciate it because Brian, you know, I. I told you the stories about my grandfather and whatnot, but uh, man, I appreciate your service and I appreciate you. You're wearing the black and gold. You're 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 up to my light column, if you will. So, he, even though you're friends with Blaylock, I'll let that one go a little bit. <laughs> he's he's a special guy. Yeah. Here's you another one. So, hey. Yeah. Came in, earned a scholarship. But, uh, Good player, Coach Forrest. Still coaching. He's a special man. There's a bunch of you. Well, Coach, when I come yeah. up to Boone, I'm going to look you out, okay? Do that. Yes, sir. Okay. And, guys, until next time, we uh, we appreciate all your time. And, uh, Coach, again, thank you. Brian, appreciate you. Guys, we hope you enjoyed it. Have a great day. Well, we, you guys you. have a great weekend. Okay. All right, you too.